Good morning, everyone. I'm Amy Friesen, and this is Artful Aging with Amy. I've touched on meditation and mindfulness on previous shows, and I've been actively working on meditation and mindfulness on my own. And when I say working on it, I really do mean working. I am definitely the person that has a tough time concentrating on my breathing and not letting the thousands of thoughts that move through my head all the time, even within the 10 minute session, um, I, it's really difficult because I have so many thoughts that go on and you think, oh, it's only 10 minutes, but even one minute is difficult. So, however, I can also tell you that those few times that I get in the flow, even if it's only for five seconds, you're thinking, oh my goodness, five seconds, is it worth it? I got to tell you it is worth it because it feels really cool, uh, but it also gives me this sense of accomplishment. And I think that that's really interesting. My guest today is Dr. Yasmilde Rodriguez-Gonzalez, who is the founder of Equilibrium Meditation, Mindfulness, and Energy Healing. Dr. Yasmilde has drawn this to this career path throughout her life's journey, which she will share more about in just a minute. As a scientist, Dr. Yasmilde chooses to dig into her own health and life misalignments to finally solve them. I think like many of us, we're all just trying to figure out what we're doing and uh, Dr. Yasmelde has made this into a career and she's very insightful. So I'm really, really happy to have you. Welcome, Dr. Yasmelde. I'm so happy that you're here today. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, hello to all the lovely people that are listening. And I'm, hopefully I can help with something. I'm positive. I'm positive of it. And I think that I knew our conversation would be an interesting conversation today because of what's going on in my life and this is my first podcast back but my viewers don't know but I've talked about uh, my father-in-law uh, moving in and he actually moved in for three days and then he passed away and so you know we're in the middle of this huge life transition right where we set everything up and everything was going to do this and then all of a sudden and and I know when you say you know the functional depression you know what that is because I deal with it and it's like you know I think a lot of people and why this is so timely to talk about it is because a lot of people have went through these last two years with COVID mm -hmm. and like myself probably even a little bit like you too I think everybody we've all had to look at our lives and what do we want in our lives and and how does that how do we transpire that how do we make that happen and if people learn things like meditation and stuff which is what we're going to talk about today i feel like that opens up the inner you know the inner i don't know the right words but you know the inner thought process that that type of stuff so that people can really get in and understand where their thoughts are like where are they you know when i do my meditation right now my thoughts are very specific. My thoughts are very stuck on certain things in my life, which makes you kind of sit up taller and take notice and say, okay, well, let's like debunk this stuff, you know, outside of meditation, let's debunk it and figure out what my soul is trying to tell me or what my being is trying to tell me um, is my next move in life, right? Um, maybe we could also talk about, could you give us kind of a high level definition of what meditation is for the folks in the audience that have you know less experience with it or just new to you know learning about it you know if i 
need, if I good were to put it in um, in terms that I don't think I've heard before around it, um, meditation is the opportunity that you give your human side to listen to your spiritual side. Um, is is um, an encounter? Is that date that you have? And and in this case, is a it's a deep listening for from for the other side of you, the one that maybe until now you haven't met, you haven't connected with, um, and that first door that you open leads you to a much much bigger world. Um, I, I actually can leave it. <laughs> That's I, think, I think that kind of sums it up, right? It's just about, you know, getting into that space. And I think that, you know, I, a lot of people struggle with it. So I, I know meditation can be really intimidating because I've been there and you've been there. And many of us have a lot of trouble slowing down, like I said at the top of the conversation, because, you know, our brains are going constantly as business owners they're going at, you know um as just generally like any any profession anything any being all our minds are always going and some of us have a harder time slowing that down just a little bit and in fact like isn't that i feel like that's one of the reasons why people don't try meditation or they give up too soon what do you think um, yes, definitely. Uh, and I think I can add a few more <laughs> reasons why. Um, one of them being um, expectations, just having expectations, not only around the practice, but around your performance around it. Uh, there is this standard that you might have of yourself or the, the practice itself. And um, the, the best advice I can give you around that is just throw them all out. Um, meditation is an extremely personal practice. And what that means is that it's, it's yours to live, to experience, to define. Nobody else's practice is going to guide you through it. Um, and because of that, any kind of expectation that you bring, it only go, is going only to get on the way of you having an experience of any kind. Um, so zero expectation. Um, and the, the alternative to that, the, the, the other way of saying that, which is the, the one that I usually use, is go in with curiosity. I wonder how is this gonna feel today <laughs> for me? Right? It's, just, it's a wonder and allow the experience to answer you, not your brain. But your experience is going with that deep curiosity, right? that expectations trumpet. Um, another thing that affects it is knowing why you want to do it. Because if you go into the practice, because Dr. Yasmilde says amazing, and Amy says that that is worth uh, trying, uh, it's not going to work. Um, it, it only works when you find um, a certain level of commitment to yourself because you know what you want out of it. Um, and in my case, I actually, to be honest, 
I didn't struggle around it because I was 100% committed to see a change in my life. And when somebody told me, if you do this, that change is going to happen, I decided, I chose to trust that person. And then I just showed up for my practice. I, again, I was guided through it. It's not something that I think, um, actually, I don't know anybody that has been fully successful at it with zero guidance. Yeah, yeah. And so that would be the third thing. Well, what you were saying too is that, you know, you have to do it for you, right? Like I listen to lots of podcasts and I take in a lot of different things and, you know, a lot of, you know, who I would deem as successful at life people, if that's, you know, what, what we'll call everybody, including yourself, you know, is including meditation. And it's, it's a very commonality amongst the podcasts and the people that I'm watching and stuff. And that's, initially why I started and again I'm only doing you know maybe 10 minutes a day and it's because I'm still learning and you know who knows it's 10 minutes for me could be an hour for somebody else could be two minutes for somebody else it's all like you said it's personal Uh, but you're right once you choose something for yourself to you know you decide that's what you're going to do and you just go all in right there's definitely things in my life right now that I'm doing that with and it's like I'm just going to do it this way and I'm just going to see what happens, right? And it's kind of just pl- being playful with yourself, wouldn't you say? Kind of like, just let's yeah. try this out. What else am I going to do, right? Let's try this out for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if we have uh, folks in our audience considering to start meditation, how do they know if they're doing it correctly? And what do we do with all the thoughts that continuously creep in? I know many people are, you know, kind of freaked out about starting or not wanting to start because they don't. There's no guide. Uh, there's no way to know if you're doing it. You know, there's no um, measuring tape, really. And so do you have any pointers for our audience who are kind of dipping their toes in right now? Yes. Um, one is aim short at first. Um, anybody that you ask out there is going to tell you that the the given the life that we lead, that meaning we are... Uh, constantly bombarded um, for asking for attention into something. Um, We don't live in the Tibet, okay? We are here in society, immersed and, you know, surviving um, life. And because of that, aim small. Uh, Aim for five minutes to start, right? And that is going to be good enough. And soon enough, you're going to find yourself thinking that five minutes is easy. That is the first one. The second one is to tell your brain not to think is the same as telling your heart not to beat. It's not going to happen. So what we aim for is not to quiet your mind that way, is to not pay attention to it. Uh, There are different ways in which you can accomplish that. Some modalities, there are many ways to meditate, by the way. Uh, The one I do practice is the mantra-based meditation. Um, And that is one way in which you divert your focus. 
your mind might be going, but you are repeating a sound, a vibration in your head. And um, the the person that that taught me, it's it's very well known in the in the field, is Deborah King. And um, she used to say, you know what? Um, the way meditation, a session of meditation may happen is mantra, 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 thought, 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 thought. Oh, I was thinking mantra, 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 mantra. Then thought, thought, thought. That's normal. <laughs> if that is what you're experiencing, that you're doing it awesome. <laughs> because that's the way it happens. Also because, as you rightly said, that you might fall into that zone um, for a few seconds, it has been demonstrated by um, by science that those five seconds count significantly. And what happens when that when you get to that zone is that you give your body is so healing for your mind, your emotions, and your physical body that you then give the chance in those five seconds. You give the chance to those three things to detox themselves. For the mind, that comes in ways of thought. You might shake. You might um, feel something. You might have emotions bursting out of you. If that happens, it's working. What that means is that whatever tiny amount of um, between the gap, um, in through the gap between thoughts that you actually tap into what we are uh, intending for is working, is leading you to um, to cleaning um, everything in you. And there you have it. I hope that you've had uh, and enjoy everything you've enjoyed today's show and you've had some eye-opening moments. If you have a minute, please like and share us on your social networks, help other people find this wonderful episode with Dr. Yasmelde and and get this help out to other people because I think it's so important uh, that we all take care of ourselves in whatever way that looks like to you. Thanks again for joining me on Artful Aging with Amy. From me to all of you, I hope that you have a wonderful Wednesday.